You're listening to the Cairo Success Podcast, where we reveal the secrets to a massively successful practice. Here's your host, Dr. Tori Robeson. Welcome winners, it's podcast time. I am optimistic, positive, and excited about chiropractic, reaching people with my practice and building an exceptional life of productivity, prosperity, generosity, while filled with love, fitness, and fun. My purpose is to become a smarter, more powerful, capable, driven, and superior version of myself by ever-creasing my awareness, knowledge, understanding, motivation, hands-on skill, communication skill, and mastery in the art of exceptional living. Anytime you train with me, you can expect you will naturally attract more new and high-value cases. You become a more capable motivator and persuader of people. You'll be empowered to make smarter long-term decisions. And of course, you'll be energized physically, mentally, and financially. The law I want to mention briefly today, then I'm going to move on to a story as we talk about confidence, the positive side, and then things we have to be careful of. It's the law of choice. This will be an easy one. The law of choice. You are always free to choose the content of your conscious mind. But in so doing, you are choosing basically every other part of your life because what you continually choose to think about will inevitably get settled into your subconscious mind and start to direct your actions and bring your results. So ultimately we realize that our thoughts begin to turn into reality and you chose it. This is hard for people to take because they may not be happy with areas of their life and they will not want to admit that they chose those circumstances. But they did. They chose who they wanted to date. They chose every single bite of food they put in their mouth. They chose every single ounce of fluid that they drank. Chose when they went to bed. Chose when they got up. Chose where they decided to drive. Chose what videos they wanted to watch. Chose what books to read or chose not to read. So when we look at someone's outside life, we're seeing all of their inner choices, aren't we? Here's a question for you. Let's say you're dating somebody or you're looking to date somebody. Let's say I sit here and there's five females I would like to become more aware of and learn more about, right? So let's say this. I can have a choice. I can have a two-hour lunch with the person or... I get to go into where they live, their apartment house condo, when they're not there, and spend an hour looking around, looking in the drawers, looking in the cupboards, looking in the closet. Which one do you think will tell me more about the person? Two hours with them at lunch or one hour checking out all the elements of where they live and all of their choices? Isn't that interesting? Let's say 
I could have lunch with a chiropractor, a nice two-hour lunch. Or they just give me the keys to their office and let me go in and look around at anything I want for an hour when there's nobody there. Which is going to tell me more about the chiropractor? I walk into that office, I'm looking at the layout, I'm looking at how clean it is, I'm looking at the forms, I'm looking at the website, I'm looking at the equipment, I'm looking at the supplies, I'm looking at how organized every drawer and cupboard and shelf is, right? I'm looking at any black book, goals, team meeting agenda, stat sheets. I'll know everything I need to know. I can walk into a chiropractic office in like 10 seconds. I could just start rattling off what's happening here. Well, let's say it's this many square feet and I see this and that tables and whatever is probably collecting about this. I see this many people. The overhead's going to be about that. Uh, this is what this chiropractor's getting paid. The law of choice. So easy to understand. But what the, what's the point for us? You choose what you eat. You choose your sleeping habits. You choose everything you drink. You choose everything you read. You choose the videos you watch, people you follow. You choose your friends. Okay, we make all these choices, and those choices make up our life. What you are speaks so loud, I can't hear what you say. Because what you are shows me your choices. You choose your level of hygiene. You choose what you wear. You choose the shoes you wear. You choose whether or not to wear shoes that are all beat up and nasty that you shouldn't be seen in as a professional person. You chose the car you drive. You chose to maintain it at a certain level. You chose the activities you're involved in, sports you like, shows you watch, toys you buy. Is that interesting? You choose the words you use. You choose your language. Here at Winter's Edge, our whole thing is about getting you to choose better words. Choosing the words when you're doing a report, choosing the correct words on an office visit, choosing the correct words when somebody asks you a question, choosing the correct words during a consult to direct their mind toward a good decision for health and future health, right? Choose your technique. Choose how good you want to get at it by choosing to attend or not attend events. Choosing to learn more. Choosing to struggle with the things that are difficult so you can get good at it. I have never adjusted a single patient ever in my practicing life, their neck supine. Not one single time ever. Zero. Never has a patient laid on their back and I've worked on their neck. I've done every single neck adjustment sitting up in a chair, sometimes prone. I just said, I'm going to learn how to be a master in the chair at the CT junction, not just sitting people up in a chair and spinning their head like I'm laying them down. And then people call those seated cervicals. It's hilarious. I was at one of my trainings. People line up so I can adjust their C7 or T1 sitting in a chair with about one inch of rotation of their nose. One inch. The, no the nose moves one inch when this is done well. 
There's another guy there who said, hey, I'll do some adjustments too. And some people said, you do seated? Oh, yeah, I do seated. (laughs) What they did was nothing like what I was doing. They were just getting on C2 and doing kind of a lateral sideways sort of a thing. They weren't anywhere near what I was doing at C7 and T1 in the center of the brachial plexus powering the upper extremities and the thyroid gland. Choices. I chose to get good at the particular technique I like. I'm encouraging you to choose to do the same. You could be a nuca person. You could be an atlas orthogonal. You could be torque release. You could be a gonstead or diversified. Like to do prone stuff, pregnancy, okay? Babies, sure. Well, let's choose to get better at it. Remember now, the curse of success, which can happen here in Winter's Edge as we make chiropractors so successful, like so quickly, is they then make the mistake of choosing to start to think that they're awesome. And as soon as a chiropractor starts to think they're awesome, they're in big, big trouble. It's called the monster cycle. We'll save that for another training. The law of choice. You choose everything. You're programmed. Can you change your programming? Can you choose to have new and better goals? Can you choose to do things to establish new habits? I'm encouraging you to have the power to do that. Not let the world control you. Not let your body control you. A smoker, their body controls them. The cravings, the urges, the little neurotransmitters that are all freaked out because they let themselves get addicted. Now their body controls them. I know people who will not fly anywhere because they can't go that long without a cigarette. One of my main goals is to not let myself get addicted to anything. My body does not control me. It doesn't make me want to have a drink or a glass of wine. Okay? It's hilarious how people want to drink wine. Like somehow because it's wine, you're not an alcoholic if you have it every night. Hilarious. Kidding me? It owns you. I'm not going to have any chemical like that own me. Unless it's a protein smoothie, of course. Or fresh juiced celery juice or cucumber juice or something of ultra-high-performance superfood action. Choices. Now, there's a fine line here between confidence, arrogance, smart and foolish, genius and crazy, and I want to uh, use the word repent as an example. Repent means to turn away from. But when you're turning away from, you're turning towards something else. They happen exactly at the same time. Another example I like to use is this. Who in here is awesome? I am. Who in here sucks? I do. Who's the best chiropractor in the room? I am. Who in here needs the most work? I do. Simultaneous belief that's confident and simultaneous understanding I need more. I could go on a jujitsu mat I'm the most confident person there. I'm not going to win a lot. I'm not that good. Tremendous confidence, yet at the same time, a tremendous knowing that I need lots of training and practice. You never get there. Way back in the early mid-70s, there was a gentleman who took a video camera he had a video man running a video camera. He had a mic. He had the microphone. Two-person operation. 
They'd heard about this very interesting person in Southern California in a very unique, poorly understood sport. The guy walks into Gold's Gym, Venice, California. And here's, the, here's like the first words of this video, of this movie, this cult classic today. Arnold Schwarzenegger, six foot two, 240 pounds, 28 years old. Mr. Olympia for the last five years will defend his title for the sixth and final time in South Africa. And this guy named Arnold Schwarzenegger was introduced to the world on video for the first time. And they followed him around as he trained and prepared for this competition in South Africa. Followed around his competition, the formidable Lou Ferrigno, made famous as the Incredible Hulk, as he played the Incredible Hulk in a very fun TV series back in the day. And he's been in some other movies also well-respected and still relevant, just like Arnold is. All this preparation is shown, and then they show them down in South Africa, literally days before the competition. Arnold Schwarzenegger invites Lou Ferrigno and his parents to breakfast. Very interesting. Who would do that? Who would do that? Who would invite their biggest competitor to breakfast a day or two before the competition? Who would do that? Nobody would do that today. There's no fighter that would do that. There's no NFL quarterback that's probably going to have breakfast with the opposing Super Bowl quarterback a day or two before. I mean, this is unheard of. And there Arnold sits. And he goes to work. He goes to work convincing Lou Ferrigno that he's going to lose. Unbelievable. Arnold is sitting there, and he's scooping up some eggs, and he's, he's shaking artificially. He's faking. He goes, oh, Lou, look how scared I am. I'm so scared. And then he says this, and this is the point of this entire recording. Entire recording revolves around this right here. And again, the law of choice. Arnold chose to invite them. He chose every word. He chose his actions. He chose the expressions on his face. This is all done by choice. He says, You know, Lou, I've already called my mom and told her I won. I've already called her and told her I won. Imagine how I must feel winning the Mr. Olympia again. And the competition isn't for a day or two. I've already called my mom and told her I won. Imagine how I must feel winning again. One of the most unbelievable Lines and concepts. It'd be like you starting a practice. I've already called my parents and told them I'm at 100 visits a week. I've already called my accountant and told him to prepare for all the income I'm going to generate. I've already called Tori, my consultant, and told him I'm going to have 50 new ones my first month. I've already called the bank and told them I'm going to pay my student loans off in record time. I've already called the Porsche dealership and told them to prepare uh, for the order I'm going to place for my brand new Porsche. Do you see how fun that is? Now, this shows confidence, certainty, 
faith. Now back to Arnold. Now Arnold knew he was the best. He knew he had it, and nobody else did. He was genetically superior. He just is. He just was. He had the rib cage. He had the frame. He had the posture. He had a certain look. Even the way his forearms, his ankles, all of that just made him look lean and smooth, yet he was huge. It's, a, it's like a paradox. It's like, how can a guy be so big, but yet he could put on jeans and a t-shirt and just look like this really jacked, healthy, muscular guy? Not like a lot of the uh, sort of over-bloated, over-chemicalized bodybuilders of today. It's a different sport today than it was then. But back to the point. I've already called my mom and told her I won. We want to have incredible confidence while at the same time realizing we need a lot of work. A lot of work. Need a lot of work on technique, right hand and left hand, all vertebra of the spine, all ages of people, all levels of health and fitness, all body shapes and sizes. Infinite. You never arrive. We need a lot of work with our communication skill. That's why we have our communication set series, the yellow set, the black set, and what we might call the table talk set, the three communication winner's edge audio sets of awesomeness. The material in there doesn't exist anywhere else. It's never existed anywhere else. How to powerfully educate your people literally one minute at a time, how to program your people to stay under care, come in all the time and refer family and friends, and of course how to handle all the questions that people ask you as patients, team, or otherwise. Our three communication sets that every chiropractor should get, I don't know, the second they get into chiropractic college. <coughs> Excuse me. The law of choice and also having incredible confidence while at the same time realizing and having incredible humility. I'm 100% confident I'm going to win, but I'm also 100% confident that I need work and that I can continue to get better. You never get there. High-level training we had the other day. I drew a pyramid. And I said to everybody, if this is all the chiropractors in the world... <coughs> based on their level of success, how many people they're reaching, how wealthy they are. Where would you fit in this pyramid? Considering the top chiropractors in the world are going to have 50 million. What was my point? <coughs> Excuse me. I just had a little bit of a power bar and I got a little chunk of peanut in the back of my throat. Sometimes that happens with some of those. <coughs> now, so people put their mark on there, and, and nobody's near the top. So does anybody in the room have the right to think they're awesome? That they're the best? That they don't need to continue to learn? That they're on the top of the food chain as they sit there, and they really don't have any money saved, and they still have student loans? See, there's a long way to go. So we have to realize, I'm awesome, but I need a ton of work. I'm incredibly confident, but at the same time, I'm humble. I know I'm going to win. At the same time, hey, I'm scared and I better deliver my best. I make no assumptions. I conclude nothing. So, this podcast, The Law of Choice, and hey, 
I've already called my mom and told her I won. We're incredibly confident. We want to be predictive of the future, but in a very cautious, humble way. Sometimes it's better to keep it to ourselves. There's many ways to look at this. Okay, Voicing our goals to force us into action. Sometimes it's still water runs deep. Quietness and calmness, keeping the compression on the inside. This is normally how I operate. I want to be quiet and cool, but on the inside I'm boiling. And certain times for fun, I will use that line. I've already called my mom and told her I won. And that can be used in so many fun ways. Okay, I, I've already called your parents and told them that you were going to marry me. See what it's see how you can have fun. Can, you know what I mean? I've already called whoever and told them I won the bet. Okay, I've already called my staff and told them that we're going to break 400 visits a week. Okay, so we can have fun with it and chuckle. Yet at the same time, it can plant the seed by using those word choices into the conscious mind to guide us there and have these things become self-fulfilling prophecies. A great training today, the law of choice. Be in control. Don't let other things control you. Choose the right things to go into your mind because that's going to make your life. And hey, let's have some fun with confidence, but let's be very, very cool and not get over the edge to where we think we're awesome and arrogant and we begin to flatline and draw humbling circumstances to put us back in our place. Tori out. Thanks for tuning in to the Cairo Success Podcast. To learn more about how you can create the dream practice and life today, visit us online at winnersedgeconsulting.com. Thanks again, and we'll catch you in the next episode.